0: Father, I thank you for an opportunity for you to use me once again to release what you want to say to us that we encounter you in a way we never have. Let us see how you feel. Let us see how you think. Let us see how you perceive, what you mean, On your level of seeing and hearing and saying things, God. We are open. We are humbled. We are alert. We are available for what you want to do right now. That we continue to encounter you and go higher and higher and higher and higher in you. Thank you so much God for everything. Everything, everything means everything. In Jesus name. Amen. Everything that the devil tried to do, you already know. You taken it back. Once you and I said, yes, God. But there is a specific attack that he has came for you in that area. And God is going to prosper you in that very area specifically to change everybody's lives regarding it around you perpetually. For his glory to be manifested. Let me give you an example. For Adam and Eve. We already know it was fruit. That's what their attack was. That's what their attack was. It was the fruit. And because the enemy came to destroy them. Using fruit. God used their very same thing. To prosper us in. Fruit. Christ said, I am the vine and you are the what? Branch. The branch does what? Bear much more of what? Fruit. Thank you. And He given us a description of fruit by letting us know what are the fruits. And we are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, generosity, faithfulness, and self-control. The devil tried it with the fruit and because of Christ, the other bad we were made righteous due to another fruit. And when it comes to the woman with the issue of the blood, her attack from the enemy was blood. She had an issue with blood. There are no issues in the kingdom. So that issue came from Satan and that attack Was bought from Satan. And there goes Christ on her behalf. She went to go touch the hem of his garment. And because he is the symbol of salvation due to what? His blood. So his blood paved the way for that blood. That was her testimony. That was her prosperity. Blood. When it comes to Lot. And his family, his attack was his wife. And her attack was looking back. And when she looked back, she became what? A pillar of what? Salt. Of what? Salt. Now, what did Christ do as being the other man to cause her to become righteous out of that? That we benefit from? Salt. Because he said, we are the what? Salt of what? The earth. So... The devil's salt was that salt. Christ's salt is us as salt. And do not lose. our what flavor? So out of every attack of the enemy that he really come at you with specifically, God used that very same thing. And I told you yesterday, Joseph was family. And I'm going to tell you how amazing it is. He used a famine to get his family Back in position. I'm going to use famine. For his family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what's happening. Is out with the old. And with the new. The old doesn't mean. Bad. The old doesn't mean. Less than. The old just mean. It's not better than your new because God said, Glory to glory, and it gets better and better. So, when it comes to a shift that's taking place, which is happening now, many people don't want to move. Many people don't want to move for whatever their reasons are. I've been here. Long enough, I invested, I sold in this position, and I want to stay right here. But they're not aware that you have to come up higher too. Everyone comes up higher. And some of us do not want to move. And some of us feel, okay, then who is the new crew? And I'm gonna give you an example of what it's supposed to look like, and I'm gonna use an illustration of a graduation. Here's the class of 2020 stand up! Wow, there are many of you! Wow, 2,500 graduates! Wonderful, 2021 class stand up! Whoa, 25,000. <laughs> Class of 2022, <laughs> stand up. <laughs> what? 500,000. Class of 2023, stand up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Millions upon millions. And many people who were in a class That was prior to the class that is now sometimes feel threatened and no need to feel threatened, no need to feel intimidated because as you know, the word, live the word and all the word, you know, that as the generation goes along, it got to get better. It doesn't go from much to less. No, it goes from less to much more. So we have to stop. Trying to limit what cannot be limited. We have to move. And we have to keep moving. And we're not moving down. We're moving up. So we cannot hold things tight. When he said hold things loosely. Even in ministry. You have to go up. And I'm going to tell you like this. It can only be what God says. It doesn't matter. What anything else appear to sound or look like. Because if it's not God. It's not going to stand. It has to crumble down. Because there's a firm foundation. Only when he is. The one who's keeping it to stand. And many of us who are seasoned on a job in a community and ministry, when it's time for a shift change, we sometimes don't want to move. But you're not moving out of the way You're moving higher than where you ever been before because God is having his way. So it's going to be more than it ever been before. But the more is not for you to think less of where you were during the time you was. Hmm. It's for you to know that whatever God is using you and I to do during the time we are doing it, we're we're seeing that it's working. Basically, we're seeing the finished work. Because there are more coming, there are more being acknowledged, there are more being aware, people are saying out loud, I need God, I want God, I want to get away from this way of living, I don't longer want to be depressed, look how the numbers are going up. People are really shouting out and they're showing up. People are coming to church. People are coming to different functions that exalt the Lord. People are talking about God more than they ever had before. People are standing in position like they ever had before. Now you imagine a event going on and someone says, Anyone who's a part of this job, anyone who's a part of this church, anyone who's a part of this community, and you left due to something that happened negatively, I'm asking you all to come back. Now imagine that as an event. Do you understand? And that's what's happening. People are coming back. And for those who are already there, Feel like I've been here all along. Now they coming to do what? They coming to do what you're doing. People are coming back And they coming back Because they know that they cannot have it The way how God said they can have it in the way they live in like that I can't serve God and be depressed I can't serve God and be stressed I can't serve God and feel like a mess I can't serve God and be okay with partying In the world way of partying I cannot have God Cannot receive Christ Cannot have Holy Spirit Cannot walk in spirit and truth If I'm going to keep embracing lies I got to let these go. I gotta let this anger go. I gotta let these drugs go. I gotta let this sex go. I gotta let these things that do not suit my purpose go. So I gotta go back to God. I gotta go where I left off. I gotta stay in. I gotta pray. I gotta praise. I gotta do it because I'm purpose to praise because I am the new thing. So I cannot rob myself due to sitting in depression. I cannot rob myself due to living in oppression. I cannot rob myself anymore. I'm going to God and that's it. I'm taking my family with me. I'm taking the things about me with me. I'm taking my heart with me. I'm taking my mind with me. I'm taking my soul with me. I'm taking the strength that I need from God with me because I am weak. Come on, that is the shift that is taking place. People are hungry. I can't live like this anymore. I can't sit up at night like this anymore. I got to go. I got to do. I got to get out his way so he can have his way in my life. I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of feeling like I'm dying. I'm tired of feeling these suicidal thoughts. I'm tired of my children going through what they are going through because of decisions that I choose to make for me in my house. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Lord, I surrender. Lord, I get up my ways. Lord, I'm gonna say yes. No longer am I gonna say no. I'm not gonna think I can serve you and mammon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's no more looking at people For whatever you came to God about is about us all coming together and making a very loud shout unto his name. A shout of glory, a shout of rededication, a shout of salvation, a shout of feeling so good that we are right where we're supposed to be. A shout, making a, a sound of triumph, having a voice to triumph, making a shout saying thank you God, making a shout, saying thank you Christ, making a shout that is not behavioral based, making a shout that he never given up on us and he never will, making a shout that he still have our blessings that he have not turned them down, have not turned us around, have not turned us down, and making a shout that we could go up from here, making a shout that every burden has been removed, making a shout that every yoke has been destroyed, making a shout that now our sleep can be sweet and we're not up at night and sleepless nights anymore. Make it a shout! that we don't have to live that way anymore. Make it a shout that this is true indeed. Make it a shout that this is what's really happening. This is our reality. Make it a shout for the supernatural world that we live in. Make it a shout to God send his angels dispatch to bless us. Make it a shout that God is in control. Make it a shout that no one else can do what only God can do. Make it a shout that we always win. Make it a shout that we got up on the third day as well. Make it a shout that we see in heavenly places as well in Christ Jesus. Make it a shout we've been brought back make a shout we can take back hallelujah hallelujah making a shout making a shout we all have everything in common and we think we really don't what we have in common is out with the old and in with his new making a shout we have all been promoted we have all been promoted. We have all been promoted. We have all been promoted. We have all been promoted making a shout. Hallelujah. No need for no one to feel a need to stay where you are because there's such a hunger that the person that's coming right where you are to feel and where you ju- used to be, they're going to push you out the way because it's their turn to be. you understand so make a shot no one is going to allow anyone to hold them up no matter if someone want to stay where they are no you can't stay because I have to be right where you were so you got to leave so I can be here making a shot (laughs) you understand it's like you have your new office and a person who's you know taking long to clear it out you're like hold on I'm ready to put my things in there hold on remove your name off my door (laughs) this is my door you understand now (laughs) you understand You claim what belongs to you. This is mine. This has my name on it. (laughs) Do you know what you have your name on? Make a shout. (laughs) Make a shout. (laughs) Hallelujah. Making a shout. It's so amazing. Paul's attack from the enemy Specifically was Christ. He didn't believe. He couldn't stand his name being mentioned. You know why? Because he was threatened. Who is this man that everybody keeps talking about that's so good? The whole time knew a lot about him but did not want to believe. No. He wasn't a part of Stephen's, you know, being stoned, his execution. But he watched. That was the first time he ever really sat there and watched. And he enjoyed what he seen. And after that, he became a part of just capturing them to have them executed. And God used that very same thing to prosper him. I never seen someone as sold out for Christ as much as I seen Apostle Paul because the devil was such a liar. So what is it that the devil kept trying to attack you at? Some of us feel like, you know what? My self-esteem... Let me tell you something, I went to a country, and they were buying bleach, skin bleach, what are you doing, they were bleaching their skin, I don't like being dark, I don't like being too light. I don't like being short. I don't like being tall. I don't like my hair texture. My hair too coarse, my hair too straight, my hair too thin, my hair too thick. I don't like my nose. My nose is too pointy, my nose is too flat, my nose is too pudgy. My nose, I don't like my eyes my eyes too chinky my eyes too bubbly my eyes too wide my eyes too whatever my eyes i don't like all the marks that's on my body i don't like look at my feet i hide my feet when they say take out your feet i make sure i have socks on my feet i hate my feet Look at my butt, it's too flat. Look at my butt, it's too big. Look at my stomach, it's too fat. Look at my stomach, it's too flat. Look at my neck. Look at my chest. Look at my life. It's just like having your child in a nursery, daycare center, and they're having a tour with you and the other parents to show you guys what your children are doing. And you're watching your children behind the glass. Now, you see everybody else, child, just, you know, playing around. You know, we have Play-Doh, we have paint. If they have Play-Doh anymore, they enjoy themselves, they're having fun. Now we have the modern day things going on. Look at your baby with their Apple phone, Apple pad. A 6 month old, you know, trying to give us an Apple pad. Jesus. (laughs) Let me stay on the subject. And you're looking at your child from the outside in and all the other parents are with you. And the other children are just playing so nicely. And then they look at you and you look at your child. And your child's sitting there snatching up somebody else's kid. You're like, come on. <laughs> Why my child to be the one. <laughs> Snatch up somebody else's kid. You understand? And we start thinking about look at my child. Why can't my child be calm? Why can't my child not be sloppy? Why can't my child not eat too much? Why can't my child stop bugging me so much? My child! That's why there's a shift taking place. A powerful shift that we no longer have to feel and think those ways ever again about ourselves about our family, about how we think, how we perceive, cuz you know what? You're encountering, I'm encountering people all over just going before God, not looking at what you have on, not looking at who you standing next to, not looking at what you put in church. No, look at me, God. Jesus. Here I am, Christ. Here I am, Holy Spirit. You can have all of me. Here is my mind. Here is my soul. Here is my strength. Here are my hands. Here are my feet. Here is my butt, even. Jesus. Here's my chest. Here's my nose. Use it. Here's my mouth. Use it. Here are my eyes. Use it. You want to use my hair? Use it. Come on. Come on. Here I am, God. Here I am, God. I got to get myself together so I can bring my family and we come together, God. I can't go to you about what somebody else need to do. I got to come to you about me and what I need to do, God. I'm so tired of God. I give up God. And everybody coming together. Not even caring about what we used to care about. Here I am. I don't care if a man walk in with a thong. Here I am, God. More cool. I don't care if monks come in. Nuns come in. Here we are too. Come on, come on, come on come on come on come on come on come on you might see those in the Klu Klux Klan come in here we are God come on come on chains being broken here we are too We have found the church. We have found the people who are your church. We have found what we were looking for. We were groaning for the manifestations of the sons of God. And we have found it. And they led us right to God. And here we are, God. these guns, God. You can have this weed, God. You can have these condoms, God. You can have these pills, God. You can have this anger, God. You can have this bitter, God. You can have this racism, God. You can have anything that you want from me, God, as an exchange for all of you, God. No more living life without living, God. No more waking up not wanting to live, God. I was on my way to slit my wrist, but here I am, God. Come on, somebody. Even on a job. I was about to quit, but I'm in a bathroom praying to you, God. And then you leave out the bathroom. So inspired like never before. Hey, everybody. Hey, how you doing? Need my help for anything? And you're just in the bathroom. God, I'm about to quit. I can't take it anymore. I'm about to blow this place up. Then you go in the bathroom. Here I am, God, in the closet. Here I am, God, in your car. Here I am, God, on your lunch break. Here I am, God. And you go back after you're on with God. Hey, everybody. Are you okay? Everything going good? You need my help? Come on, somebody. Talking about our God. Come on. Come on. Come on, I don't care. I'm trying to be low as I could. And I thank God for the grace in this place. Because I'm trying all I can to be low. And God keeps just doing what he's doing. Everything else is loud. Everything else make noise. Everything else is being heard and seen. It's our turn. It's our turn. I don't care anymore about what I used to even care for. And I, I thank God I don't even know what they are because that's how far they are behind me. Here I am, God. Because I'm going back home. And before I do, I'm going to release what you place me here for and what you have me here to do. And I'm not playing around anymore. And I thank God that I'm not even thinking about what I used to think before. It's not what to think, it's how to think. See, Some people who are seasoned than us, and I mean very seasoned, been in ministry for over 50 years, 60 years, and when they see a new generation, sometimes they feel like, I've been here all this time, what you coming to do? You can't teach me, you can't hear, and the thing is, it's not that, you have to know that with time, it gets greater. See, you have to know that God says, so shall your seed be blessed. So what do you think going to happen? What do you think going to come after you? What do you think coming after me? I expect it to be better than me. See, we say it, but do we really mean it, God? So who am I in this for? If I don't want to move our position to go higher. Or if I'm thinking that somebody going to outdo me in anything. That shouldn't be a thought, God. Come on. God. Many of us get jealous of our own children. People compliment them so well. Well, you know what? It's, hey, I don't want who raised them. No, God did. He used you. We're just a vessel. <laughs> right, God? <laughs> Come on. Hallelujah. Everybody is feeling it in their spirit, because we all are three-part beings. I don't care if you think you worship somebody else, somewhere else, or you feel it in your spirit in Egypt, in Africa, in Europe. It doesn't matter. Australia, in Antarctica, Russia. You feel it in your spirit, North America, South America. You feel it in your spirit that I'm no longer wanting to be this way anymore, God. And even us who are walking with God, we thank you for the new God. We rededicate. The altar is a great place. Rededication is a great thing. Salvation is a great thing. Repentance is a great thing. We have to know that just because we at the altar, it doesn't mean something is bad because the altar is not for anything bad. The altar is for an encounter. God I don't know how many times I went to the altar. I think I went every service when I first started. I was like, forget this. I'm going again. And I went so much. This lady say, um, you know, um, you only have to come down here one time. I don't, I don't think you know. You might not know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, you know that? I know. <laughs> I know. But here I am again, God. God. Ah! Just because I'm at the altar doesn't mean I did anything wrong, God. I just want to count on you like I did at this altar when I first came here, God. But having to know and really receiving a fresh revelation that you are an altar of God. Here I am, God. <laughs> Here I am, God, walking in fulfillment. Here I am, God, walking in what you call me to do. Here I am, God, this will happen when you have a hot pursuit. Thank you, God, for never giving up on me and me never giving up on you. Here we are, God. Jesus. God. I said, Jesus, where are you? I don't see you in this room anymore. At one point, he was like, I'm just enjoying you without father. That's what I came here for. And I'm amazed to see you without father. How you talk to him. How you relate to him. That's why I came. Look at her, God. <laughs> and I said, but I don't see you anymore. Where are you in this room, Jesus? He always say, I'm here. Here where? <laughs> he always say, right here where? In your face. Where you go, my face is right in your <laughs> bam right here bam 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 (laughs) but the reason he said what he said when I asked him where are you he said I want you to know that I'm not just around you I want you to know that I'm within you so if you don't see me around that's for you to know that I am within so look inside and see me inside of you." So when you know I'm inside, when you really receive I'm inside, then you're going to release me outside of you. Jesus. Mm. That's why many of us are very hesitant. It doesn't matter how seasoned we are. Someone can be a billionaire in ministry, have mega churches, but when it comes to the miracles that Christ has done, many of the times we choke up, especially raising the dead. We look at it as, as if, We cannot do it. And the reason why is the truth. Because we cannot do it. And we keep trying to do it. And we have to just be used and let him do it. See, once we know who's inside, then we let him outside to do it. But if I keep thinking, Kanisha got to do it, I'm going to think about what's going to happen if Kanisha do it and it doesn't happen. And it's not supposed to happen when Kanisha do it. Because I'm not supposed to be on my mind when it comes to me doing anything. You understand? So that's the answer for every single one of us here. It does it matter how seasoned we are. How, you know, on milk we are. It doesn't matter. Someone can cast out a devil and don't even walk with God because they have the knowledge that it's not me that do anything. They're not afraid to do. Many of us are afraid to cast out demons. Demons can't do nothing to you. They can't jump on you. They're trying to cause you to be afraid of the sudden fear that God said do not be afraid of. So they can come in you, but they have no authority. They can't do nothing with you. You have angels surrounding you. When they said there was a war in heaven, I said, you know what, Father? Come on with that. Uh, God's perspective, God's description of war is not an earthly war. When we read God's word, we cannot look at anything in the natural when it comes to hearing anything he has to say or we're going to be misled. His war is not our war. His care is not an earthly care. He said it. Cast that care down. His fear is not a natural fear. Don't be afraid of sudden fear. But fear me though. Fear me with my fear. That's an honoring fear. That's an obedient fear. You understand? His violence is not an earthly violence. An earthly violence is carnal. His violence is mighty. So we cannot try to keep putting... The natural on the super. And thinking that we are being led. No, we're being misled. Have to put his super on the natural. What is the super? Spiritual. That's all it means. Spiritual on the things that appear to be natural. That's all it is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's so amazing. Because some people feel, okay, I see the new generation coming. Oh, you guys are ready. Oh, you guys are sharp. You guys are sharp. And many have in their heart. Just don't get it twisted because I was here first. No one ever said that. If you're going to think that, you're going to be made last. <laughs> you understand? Come on. That's why sometimes we cannot say anything. When we even want to say anything. It's best to just observe and listen to Holy Spirit and let Holy Spirit be the one who do the talking because there's nothing like when we're talking and someone say something that they miss, you know, misunderstood our point and perspective regarding the matter and they start looking like, okay, you're not as wise as I thought because of how you responded. So be mindful what you say because people are going to hold you accountable due to your walk with God based upon how you respond. And how you and I react. You ever had a conversation and you said, "I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't even mention it. I shouldn't even say anything because they had something to say, as if they were correcting you, but you didn't explain it correctly. Because if you did, they wouldn't be trying to correct you. You understand? So to correct a situation like that, just allow Holy Spirit to move in and through you. Because many give their point of view on how you and I should do what they have done. No, I'm not going to do what you have done because God used you to do that. He didn't call me to do what you do. He called me to do what he called me to do. But even if I'm doing the same things in the same area, it won't be the same way as you. You understand? That's how I'm uniquely made regarding how he created me. And so are you. Hallelujah. So just thanking God for your voice. And I'm going to tell you, before I get off of here, it's not easy, it's not easy to have someone not there for you, not there for me. And I mean actually there. We shouldn't have to go far to express how we feel when we have people right in our reach. And we don't say everything to everybody who are in outreach. But the thing about it is, is that some people don't want to be around when things appear to be going down for you and I. And we try to reach out and we have reached out and they don't reach back because they feel like they don't want to be a part of why you're going down. But when God began to turn it around and spin around on your behalf and then you begin to go up and up from there and higher than that, then they tend to be around. Then they want to be around. Then they ask to be around. Then they start calling all the time. And you and I feel like you wasn't there. You weren't there when I really needed you. And many of us feel like, you know what? I'm wrong if I just, you know, don't let you back. And the thing about it is, it's not about letting them back or letting them go. It's about knowing the word because even Christ said the same thing. I'm to stand up. When I was hungry, you didn't feed me. Come on. Now, it's not tick for tack. It's not holding a grudge. The thing is, keep listening. When I was thirsty, You didn't give me anything to drink. When I wanted comfort, you didn't comfort me. I never knew you yeah we're supposed to be friends we're supposed to be colleagues we're supposed to be sisters and brothers and mothers and fathers and uncles and aunts and this and that and yet you don't know me cause if you knew me you would have known that I needed you when I was calling you when you were disregarding me and you know I needed you cause you know what it's like to need someone and not have someone to be there for you but you carried me but I would never carry you but the thing about it is I don't even know you. So if I want to get to know you, it's up to me. Or if I want to dismiss you and just love you from a distance, I can do that too. Because Christ said, I never knew you. Away with me. Away with me. Away with me. No, don't come when things going good. Away with me. And it's not saying walk in unforgiveness. I see fire now. It's not saying unforgiveness. It's saying away with me with those ways. Listen closely. Away with me with those ways because I don't know you because I thought that you would be there. I thought you would answer your phone. I thought you would show me you care. I thought you would let me crown your shoulder. I didn't have no shoulder to crown. I thought you would. I didn't know you would talk about me. I didn't know you were gonna disregard me. I didn't know you were gonna scream my phone calls. I didn't know you are gonna do these things to me. So I didn't know you because I thought something different than you explain or you express or you release and react and respond regarding me. So I don't know you. So who are you? Are you going to be there for me? Are you going to be there for me unconditionally? Because the thing is, I'm there for you. I care about you, cousin. I care about you, colleague. I care about you, sister in Christ. I care about you, mother, father, sister, brother, cousin. Are you going to care for me too? Are you going to be there for me? When things appeal Or appear to look unappealing? Are you going to lie to me? Are you going to continue to misunderstand me? Without even trying to gain an understanding? Because God don't want people in our lives like that. And we're thinking that something going wrong. No, it's everything happening right for you. Because he's not going to have nobody in your life who's not right for you. Who's not right for me. Who come, who's some timing. Because our father is always there. Not on time. No, he don't even operate in time. He's always there. Jehovah shama He's always there. So we have to be okay if there appears to be no one there. You understand? We have to be okay to know that God is. And some people will come back. They will when they see God's moving your life because God's moving your life going to cause them to move back in position and listen to what God's say concerning their lives. So we have to really, really be mindful how we respond and react to people and the things that they do unto us. We cannot have an attitude. You know what? Get away from me. Whatever, man. It's not going to be okay because then you're preaching and teaching and praying and laying with people who's getting over saying whatever, man. And yet you still have that in your heart. And God will have that person to walk up and sit right near you that you said whatever, man, to. And they know what's going on because they know how you both left with that issue. There's nothing like a person walking the door and you sitting there and you see and you both remember how you both left off. It's not worth it. So always make sure, even if you have to leave off, leave off very much more fruit. It's okay to say, you know what, I'm done with you, but I love you. And a lot of times we worry about having a lot of people in our lives because we feel like the more people, the more the merrier. But that's not how the kingdom operates, guys. That's not how the kingdom operates at all. Many of us think that the more people we have, the more, you know, we are loved, the more important we are. But God is looking through the midst of those people. He's plucking out the walls. And poking, poking out. I mean, excuse me, releasing the sheets and wolf clothing, the wolves and sheets clothing. You understand? That's what he's doing. Plucking out people who don't really care. Plucking out people who would never really be there, but want to be there. You sitting up? I'm sitting up, going to war for people in prayer in our war room and our war closet, going on on their behalf. And then when they receive their blessings, they act like you didn't even do anything to help them get them. Well, I did this. Well, you know, you know, God, but no, 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 no. You know what? Leave it alone. We already know what it is. <laughs> Some people want to take the credit for what God used you to do. And it's okay. We're not in this for no credit. We're in this because God used us to be a blessing. So we have to really learn how to just free ourselves from the things that we embrace every day from the people that we know. And to tell this sister in Christ... And I'm glad God sent her to me right before I get off of here. Let me make this one important point. God led her and her, you know, boyfriend. And God led me to ask, how long have y'all been together? Cause y'all always together. Six, seven years. Oh, wow. Awesome. And so I'm thinking in my mind, okay, we're doing this God way. Okay, this is how God is doing it. Okay, so why aren't they married yet? But I'm not saying it. I'm thinking it. And so my thought must have been that loud that she said something about it. I'm waiting for him to give me my ring. We're talking about a proposal. We're talking about marriage. But he said that he's just embarrassed to have a wedding with me. Because it's going to be all of my family and none of his family. And I understand. So we just going to wait till his family get it together. And then we can get married. I said, well, y'all came to the right one. (laughs) Y'all came to the right one. Thank you, God, for every person you send to me. So you can use me and say that greater is he who's in me, who's in you, than he. First of all, back it up. Say what you said again. He's wait, So I'm, wait, I'm waiting until he left because it's a girl's talk. You know, I'm not going to be in his mad face. I don't even, you know, I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay, see you later, man God. All right. Okay, see you later, guy. I love you. I got it. So all of a sudden, here I am. I waited till he left. And I talked to her. I said, say that again. I said, do you know who you are to him? Uh, Do you know what it is to be a help? Uh, Do you know what it is to be a help? Hallelujah. He said he's in love with you. God told him to marry you. You've been together for going on seven years and he been told you to marry him. He'll marry you and he tell you why he's not going to marry you because he's embarrassed that he don't have more family than you. And you say, "Okay, As long as you and him. Be in that place because that's all it takes is for you and him to go before God and have God's coming to be made known, not about who come, who don't come. And that's going, let me let me take a little further than that. Who's on your side, on his side. Come on, somebody. <laughs> God. <laughs> you understand? His family, your family. <laughs> Do you understand? to help your man. He was coming to you for help. I didn't see it like that. We're seeing like that now, in this day forward. Nothing gonna stop me or rob me from what God says belongs to me. If God say it's time, I'm not gonna say it's not time. Due to who gonna be there, who not gonna be there. As long as he be there, I be there. God be there. There we are. Come on. Your family, his family. All our family. Doesn't matter. Come on. Come on. And when God see how you're coming together, that's going to get his family together. Don't let the devil try to rob you again. I never seen it like that. Now go talk to your man. Go talk to your man. See, we put too much in people. I don't want to throw no party. Who going to show up? You better show up at your own party. Come on now. It's good to have people there. Don't get me wrong. But is that what makes you feel important? When next time are you going to see many of these people again? The next party? Come on. Come on. You can't care about stuff like that. You can't care if you have a graduation and you got two people and somebody got 50 people. You can't care. You got to be so glad you're there than anybody else regarding you. You understand? Now, that'd be something if everybody showed up and you went home. And didn't accomplish anything. And they're looking at your shell in this box. It doesn't matter. That'd be even worse if somebody come and you not show up. But as long as you and I show up, that's all that matters. Because before we show up, God has already showed up. We have to give these days, these events, these, you know, celebrations and things over to God. You can't ever think like that. You have God. God is flooding your life with people. Let him do it. I realize my life is flooded with people who I don't even know, and majority of them I never even met because many of them connect when I'm out and about preaching, even on social media. They don't know me physically. Thousands and thousands of people. Can say yes, I know you by what God used you to say. What God used you to do. Me and them won't say, I know your birthday. I know that you a mother. I know where you live. I know what school you went to. I know your favorite color. I know your favorite food. No, I know what you said due to I know who. Good. 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 Gotta get over who don't support. Gotta get over who don't embrace you with love. Gotta get over all that nonsense. You could be talking about getting your life together. Somebody call you about how their hair look. Okay, I think it looks great. Okay, thank you. And they know you trying to do yourself together, but they have to do what I'm doing right here. Stop being so selfish. And it happens all the time. Your mind on doing something, you don't understand beneficial for your life and someone just taking theirs, you know, not seriously and sending all kinds of things and wonder why you're not answering your phone. Cause I'm praying unto God who was taking place. You should be doing that too. Who cares about what kind of food you about to eat? I get it. But if I'm saying I'm doing something and they, and they keep calling you or calling me Regarding anything, even on a job. I'm in the office getting this document together. Oh, girl, check this out on Facebook. I said I'm getting this document together. Do you not care? We have to stop thinking about people and regarding releasing what God wants to do in our lives. We think about money. And people too much. So God blessed me to give her a word for her and her man of God. You don't ever have to agree with that. And don't ever have him to feel like that again. Because what's yours is his. You understand? One heart, one faith. One ministry, not even talking about materials, not even talking about anything other than one heart, one mind, one soul, one spirit, one ministry on one accord. I am very proud of myself I'm very proud of myself. God said, tell them why. Because I surrendered all. There's nothing left to surrender. I surrender everything. There's nothing left. Nothing. I didn't want to just do some things at a time. Now, there'll be times when God uses us to testify, but it doesn't mean that it's troubling you. That's why you're getting it out. No, it's just that you're not where you were. So you are, you know, bold to get it out. You are available for God to use you to release it out because that's when He receives His glory due to it. And there are times and seasons that God will have us to testify because it will be a person in that situation right there in that day that God already seen already seen, not seen, seen to take place. And he know where to place you and I to release. Hallelujah. I thank God for using me. I have two phone calls that was calling me. I, um, wow, God, your presence. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. There's nothing left for me to surrender, God. Thank you for not giving up on us. That's why you don't give up for encounters like this. How are we supposed to be originally? Receive all the glory out of my life. When it comes to glory, your way, your will, you release, you receive. Thank you, God. Greater is he who is in us than he's in the world. I had to tell a neighbor without telling a neighbor, I hear your music. I hear your TV. I hear your feet walking up and down, stomping all day. I wish you would tell me to keep it down when I'm not even loud, praising our God. I'm not stopping. You want to come in here? Come on. But you better get used to it because I'm not going to stop. Neighbor, did you hear any stomping? Did you hear any uh, knocking? And you're not. Sometimes you got to say shut up without saying shut up. Want to keep hearing that? No one's disturbing. No one. People do things in the world so loud, so bold. Sometimes it seems so unreal. I'm not loud. I'm not one of those people that be loud on purpose. When you're going to hear me, no. I'm trying to keep it low. Even when I'm low, you complain. You like you don't want to hear God name at all. But guess what? You're going to hear it. That's the problem you need to hear. You understand? And be respectful about it. Because there's no way I'm going to live here. You just move here. And going to tell me you don't want to hear this. I'm not loud. The walls are just that then. Because God does want you to hear what he has to say concerning you. There's no coincidence why you're here. Could have been anywhere. He put you here. So you can hear. So quiet yourself and stop being rude and hear. Hear. What God wants to say to you, brother in Christ, it's going to go from this to now you want a fellowship. Just keep listening and stop denying God's authority. Hallelujah. This is definitely my time for now. Greater is he who's in us. He's in the world.